Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144-800-280-2144-800-280-2144. Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. Uh, We are having a great time with uh, myself, Todd, Denise, and Cal talking about the law. We have a lot of fun. This, by far, is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on the radio, uh, other than those alien shows. I forgot to remind everyone that alien shows are better than our shows because uh, I've loved those. I always listen. In all honesty, I truly do miss listening to those. When I'd go to college, I'd drive across the Nevada desert, and that's the only thing you can listen to, right? You get those stations. And it... No matter what, there's 15,000 miles away late at night in in the Nevada desert. You're going to get the radio from anywhere, uh, and we just I just love those those. You know, uh, George, yeah, this is uh, Henry Colin. I just saw a three-footed guy with green uh, uh, arms and and some pink uh, hair. And George, uh, my wife and I had a chicken, and I just seen its ghost. I swear, we had this chicken for dinner, and I just seen his ghost. Oh, it's, it's got the best stuff in the world, man. And who's the guy? Who's the host of that? Uh, do you remember the host? Well, George Nori is now, and the guy before that was, was Art Bell. Art Bell, who That's did it exactly from Harump, right. Nevada, and I've been, I've driven by and seen oh, this yeah. Man, that is so awesome. That's like, now that's good radio. That's good radio. And you know the cool thing about it is you're driving along in the desert and you hear all the sparkling and little little lightning oh, yeah. static and oh. all that stuff and you're thinking, oh man, this is <laughs> awesome. I know an alien's gonna stop me any minute. I know that. I love it. You got to pull off on the side of the road somewhere, way far away in a little little Nevada road. Uh, we're not giving legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. I've said this for the past uh, at least hour. 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. We're going to do another case or no case. I always lose, and I'm begging our listeners. We've had callers already, you know, uh, in the first hour, but I'm begging listeners to call in and help me and do the case or no case for me, and I will follow your lead and see if I can get a point because, doggone it, my wife might call and go, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, let me help you out with this one. <laughs> not, not only, look, <laughs> and, and if, if what Cal said was correct, and I have no reason to doubt this, if 
if the caller gives you the correct answer, let's say oh. you get the two points, you will also get a bonus point. So you could get three points, whereas Denise and I only have the potential you're for two points. You're capped at two. That's right. Well, Todd, I know one thing. I know your yes. family listens, and I think your mom listens. I hope your mom calls in to help me. <laughs> I know she's very nice and smart. Uh, oh, or... that Fred. He's such a nice boy. <laughs> Denise has Denise has family back in Europe listening to us. I, they never miss I it. have a lot of cousins, too, yeah, in, the, yeah. in Oregon. and Yeah. Someone help. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to talk about a couple of interesting things going on. Uh, uh, NFL attorney litigation case, which is very briefly. We're going to talk about, again, the sad uh, uh, pitcher, uh, Tyler Skaggs, for the Angels, the lawsuits mm-hmm. in his death. Uh, and the NFL Sunday ticket antitrust lawsuit. This is very interesting about yeah. that. You know, those <laughs> of you who are sports fans, about whether or not you know the uh, you know, Directv and the NFL are kind of uh, uh, breaking some antitrust laws and uh, in, in, in not allowing any competition to show uh, their. Um, the, the NFL games, and I, I do. I follow that because I've watched NFL games, and the only way I can in the West Coast watch the Cleveland Browns, who I watch uh, religiously, um, is to do it through the NFL ticket. So it's a lot of bar owners and stuff like that suing. And then we're going to very briefly talk about uh, some corruption lawsuits in soccer. That would be uh, uh, in, no. in South America. Yes, there are some <laughs> corruption. But the most important thing we do, Cal, is we do do case or no case, and it sounds like no one's going to help. Now it's time to play on my case own. or no case. Yay! Sad day. Scenario. Once I set the scenario, you'll be welcome to call and see if you can okay. render Fred some of your kind assistance, perhaps for a special award. We'll see. Maybe they can even tweet it out at Radio Law Talk. Oh, that'd be good. Well, sure. why, don't we call it, why don't we call it a major award? It's a major award. Yeah, okay, for a it's, major it's award. The, it's the Fred G. Lake component. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Mandy was a hardworking and yet jealous woman. Oh, One Friday Andy. afternoon, she came home from the food processing plant and her 10-hour-a-day job only to find her best friend, Consuela, buck naked in the kitchen, frying up some eggs. You see, Consuela and Mandy's boyfriend had been hard at work themselves, and it was break time, so to speak. So Mandy goes up to Consuela uh, and uh, grabs the fry pan, takes a swing, leaves a bruise and a burn on Consuela's shoulder. An embarrassed Consuela quickly grabbed her things while Mandy's boyfriend ran out the back to the car, apparently heeding the suggestion that he leave and never come back. Consuela went right to the emergency room for treatment of her injuries, which came up to about $2,700, she said, and Consuela sought legal counsel because she wanted to recover those costs because of the alleged overly aggressive response of Mandy. Mandy went to jail. Consuela wanted to go to court. And so I ask you, Denise, I think you're first here, case or no case? I'm on my own. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um... Boy, this could be a scenario. Could it not? It could be. Mm-hmm. And there should be pain and suffering. So, I mean, even though it's a small claims jurisdiction in most states, um, it could also have some pain and suffering, but not in small claims court. Right? No pain and suffering. Well, it's 2700 $2, bucks, so I think it's above small claims, right? No, 10000 Well, no, it depends, well, 10, well, it, it, it depends it, on the It depends case. on the state. Oh, okay. state. California is yeah. 10000 Okay. Okay, I'm going to say that this is not a case 
but it is a scenario. All right, you may you have the privilege of saying that, Mr. Penny. No help for you from the uh, from the callers. <laughs> okay, here's Where are the you deal. Callers? Here's Wait, the deal. What's the number we call? I... Let me look at let me let me yeah. look at Twitter. Todd's gonna call. Todd, would you call really quick? Yeah, I, uh, we can we just just uh, let's see here. We've got. Uh, oh, I can't even dial the right number. Why don't you text it? Just text it. To, just do a tweet. Yeah, you can send a tweet. Denise looking at Twitter right now. I already know what the answer is. Okay, the answer is it's so. It's it's a typical thing. It's so he's calling now. He's calling. Hold on, hold on. I got a helper. Who is it? Who is it? All right, go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name my name's Andrew. Uh, I, I want to help out Fred here. Okay, uh, go ahead. Sure. I'm is it case that, or no case? I'm, what I'm say, gonna say you? I'm going to say that this is a uh, this is a case, and that the plaintiff. Wins yes, case and plaintiff. Wow, wins. that's Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. We'll Thank send you, Andrew. you a special shirt <laughs> yeah, special and help award. you out. But it's on the way. Here's yeah, the deal. For Julia, I was gonna say all along, it's a case because it sounds like oh, that's just a scenario. That's a typical scenario-sounding uh, situation. It's a case, and the answer is she wins. Consuela wins because she did aggress. It was she overreacted and didn't have to harm her. There, she was no danger. She, she just asked her to leave uh, with her um, without her clothes because she didn't have her clothes. She just had uh, the uh, apparently the two hard-boiled eggs. I just had the fry, fried eggs there. You know. <laughs> a <couple. laughs> Maybe a slice of ham. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she just left. Case Consuela wins. The lady who caught them should not have hit her with the pan. All right, there you go. There you go. All right, Todd, I think it's your turn, right? You All right, uh, well, uh, first off, I think whoever called Andrew, he's a genius. Just nailed uh, it, yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to say it's a it's a case and she wins. She? <laughs> she? I don't know, just case and she wins. I win either way, right? That's stunning. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say ca- case and Consuela wins. Case and Consuela wins. Okay, yes. when we come back, we're going to, and I'll give you one more chance to call, but I don't think anyone's calling to help me out and I will change my whatever my answer is if someone calls in during the break uh, other than Andrew <laughs> we'll be back so can you is there such a thing as overly responding to adultery or whatever you want to call it messing around I guess we'll find out after this on Radio Law Talk All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com, and we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Is this real life? All advertising for legal services. Okay, real life. Back to the show. Denise, Todd, Fred. You know what? I guess we're trying to figure out. We've all said what we're doing on case or no case. Uh, to to state it again, uh, someone. Um, 
with a uh, interesting name showed up and found uh, Consuela with her boyfriend, and she uh, naked f- uh, uh, frying um, some eggs and uh, used the frying pan to make sure she left the area quickly. Quickly, and the boyfriend followed, and uh, Mandy went to jail. And the question is, does Consuela have a case against Mandy? And this seems like a normal scenario, but it's just its just so off the wall. It's just so – Cal wants us to say it's a scenario. So I – we don't care what the other two said. It doesn't help. matter because I'm the only one that we're trying to figure out to get a point in. And I got no one to help. I, mean, so. I wanted to ask Todd a question. Um, can you get reparation for this in can, the criminal case? Can, can, um what well, do you, yeah. What yeah. do you mean? Yes. Like, can Consuela in the criminal case get paid back her twenty-seven hundred dollars? Yeah. Well, yeah, as a, a reparation. In in a in a criminal case, if you can prove that you have damages for restitution, you can't get punitive damages. We're talking about look, if you have medical bills in the equal disc, oh, if you have a damaged car, it's restitution. <laughs> right. You can get restitution in a criminal case if one is brought. Yeah. Mm. So. And they actually have a fund for you that you can go get money uh, in if you've been criminally if you if you were damaged in some way by a criminal because a lot of times in civilly there's no money to go after um there's actual fun you can go get some money to reimburse you for your costs so cal um well the real question is was this a true case was this a scenario was this just something a figment in my imagination a tragic story in my past i mean what was it really and what were you the one holding the pan, <laughs> making the eggs? Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, he, no, no. He was the one escaping. Yeah. <laughs> How many of you say this was a case? That would be That's Fred a... and Todd. Oh, oh my goodness. That's a <laughs> shocker. It's an actual shocker that I lost again. I, 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 have I won in years? By the way, it is a true crime. This is something that actually happened, but I have no word of any civil suit being filed to try to recoup a burned shoulder and a knock on the head from a frying pan. Although that is something to cheer about, the end of Case and Case. Hey, hey you know what, Cal? Case. Can yeah. you do me a favor? Sure. Next Saturday, will you do me a favor and bring a pair of dice? <laughs> so when, the, when it comes, I'm just going to roll dice. And whatever it says, and, and, you know, I'll do like, okay, if it's a one, if it's odd, I say yes, a case. Even it's not a case, and that's I what could, we should I could do. just bring a tossing coin, or, yeah. or you know, one of those little balls. Oh, <laughs> oh the magic, the magic eight, eight ball. ball. <laughs> yes, oh. <laughs> bring it the magic eight ball. I gotta find one on the Amazon. Okay. Oh my heaven. So what's our point score, uh, Denise? <laughs> you really want to know? Yeah, I want to hear. Uh, listen to this, people. Todd huh? is still ahead at twelve. I'm next at 10, and you're the big goose egg. Zero. <laughs> and, you know, we may have a case or no case oh. panel. If you want to appear on case or no case, send us an email to info at radiolawtalk.com with your contact information. Yeah. And before I start case or no case, I'll call you up, put you on the panel. You can sit on the panel for Fred and try to earn him a point. <laughs> Please help me. That would be so fun. <laughs> Let's talk about some law. Uh, look, uh, there's there's a couple of things. Uh, going on. The, the one thing I want to talk about is this kind of sad case. Let's talk about the uh, the Angels pitcher, Tyler Skaggs, was a, a great pitcher uh, for the Texas, I mean, the uh, the Rangers. And while in Texas... Actually, he was a pitcher for the Angels. Angels and they were in saying, Texas, Texas to play the, play Texas. the Rangers. Right, yes. right. That's what I was getting to. So in Texas, he was in Texas to play the Rangers, and he was found dead in his... Um, in his hotel, hotel room. Right. So there's a guy by the name of Eric Kay 
that apparently works for the angels as a communications person. And uh, the, uh, what, what happened was the reports came back of the autopsy that he died of uh, uh, alcohol, fentanyl, and oxycodone uh, or codone intoxication with, with what they call terminal aspiration. Um, which means basically oh. he choked on his vomit, yeah. right? And so the issue is uh, what's going on with this individual, Eric Kay, that apparently allegations, it's all allegations, allegedly that was giving him these medicines that they're trying to claim caused him to die or pass away or this, this to occur. And uh, a grand know, jury actu- actually indicted, indicted Kay. Right? But, to, but tell, tell people, Denise, though, I always say, so what on the grand jury thing, and why? Because the defense doesn't get to pre- present any evidence. Anything. It's, it's only, basically right. the prosecution providing all the evidence they have to see whether or not there's enough evidence to even bring the case. Right. Defense doesn't even get to talk, doesn't, doesn't even show up. So when I, when I people go, oh, the grand jury indicted him, I, say, I always say, so what? Yeah, you know, and, and for a factual standpoint, I've been able to look up not only the the indictment that Eric K is suffering and and why this case is going to trial or at least set for trial, but I've also found the affidavit in support of the indictment, which which lists the conversation, the text messages back and forth between Eric K and Tyler Skaggs that led to this, but. You know, this case has been kind of fast-tracked in the sense that he was just indicted in, what, August or July, yeah. and the trial has been set for December of this year. With and COVID, and, and huh? that is that is pretty quick, but I wonder if that's just a judge saying, look, I mean, we anticipate maybe things will get continued or whatever, but let's let's get rolling. Um, the, the reason why I see this maybe going to trial is uh, Eric Kay is charged with two specific counts. One is uh, possession with the intent to distribute dis- distribution of a controlled substance. The other is distributing a controlled substance, specifically a Schedule II, which is the fentanyl, and it resulting in the death of another person. And the reason why is the penalty for that specific violation, 20 years to life. So it could be ultimately be a life sentence for Eric Kay, which I understand why he would want to fight that. Mm-hmm. And right. you know, when we come back from the break, I'll read a text message which may lead to why he is fighting it. So hang on, call us at eight five five Law Radio. You can tweet us, go to our Instagram. Remember, after the show, a lot of times this is replayed. Email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. Radio Law Talk is live 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. You're welcome to join us on Radio Law Talk then or our preferred mode on your favorite local radio station in real time. We'll be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. 
I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Everyone counsel. Are you serious? Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. We were talking about uh, Eric Kay, the uh, uh, employee of the Angels, uh, being indicted and the trial coming up soon on uh, whether or not he was involved, which he to some degree was. Uh, but, it, you know, it, innocent until proven guilty, correct? It, but on the Angels pitcher by the name of, uh, I can't remember his name. Tyler Tyler Skaggs. Tyler Skaggs, who passed away from an overdose of, from alcohol, fentanyl, uh, oxycodone, uh, intoxication, and basically choked on his vomit. Yeah. Now, now remember, the key here, just to break this down into, you know, what the prosecution has to prove, the charge that is carrying the 25 to life, or 20 years to life sentence, potential sentences, count two, and that deals with the distribution of the fentanyl. They specifically listed it in the indictment as the distribution of fentanyl, not the oxycodone, right. but the fentanyl. And so in a federal case like this, the lead investigator also files what's called an affidavit in support of the complaint or the indictment that's ultimately filed. Well, the investigator filed this complaint or this um, affidavit, and through it, he includes this back and forth they got from Skaggs' cell phone that shows the text messages between Skaggs and Eric Kay. So Skaggs makes a a request for... uh, This is text... This is text messages at 2.35 p.m. on June 30th, 2019, um, in response to a request for pills. Uh, K says, how many? That's at 2.35. Skaggs at 2.35. Kay's not a doctor. He's not no, a doctor. no, he's not a doctor. So K says at 2.35, how many? At 2.36, Skaggs says, uh, just a few, like five. E- uh, K then says, word, because he's hip with the vernacular. And then Skaggs says at 236, don't need many. 
And that's all they have. Then at 11.47 that night, Skaggs says 469. That's in reference to his room number. At 11.47, he says, come by. And Kay says, okay. And that's at 11.50. Now, here's the deal. Based upon the text messages back and forth in the affidavit, the officer says, based on my training experience, I believe they were talking about oxycodone. He doesn't mention fentanyl. They found fentanyl in Skaggs' system. They found fentanyl there. But the question is, how do you... And fentanyl was the cause of death. Fentanyl was the cause of death. But how do you tie Eric K. to the fentanyl when the text messages were referencing oxycodone? Which, look, it's, it's bad. You can still get distribution. But the 20 to life doesn't attach to the oxycodone. It attaches to the fentanyl. Well, because many times, oxy, current drug vernacular, you know this, but many times oxy has some fentanyl in it, unbeknownst to the person who's taking it. Yeah, they cut it with fentanyl. But these drugs that were given to him were pharmaceutical grades. So they were were just, he just got a hold of them and he gave it to them, right? Never mind. And so, and and even if it was cut, how did Eric K. know that fentanyl was there if they thought they were just talking about that? So this this whole thing is the action of union, of, of intent, and the intent to break the law. So that's why this is going to trial. I think Eric K., was probably looking at this going, look, I'm good for distributing something, right? The oxy, the oxycodone, I'm probably good for that. And she, yeah, I gave it to him, and I feel bad that he died, but that's, that's like a max 20-year sentence. I think you get 10 if, uh, if it's lower term. But I'm not going down on the 20-to-life one. Yeah, I, yes, I didn't know that he was going to die. I didn't intend him to die. I yeah, didn't I think, did. I think the guy wanted some... A couple of pills. You know, you know? And, and the distribution with the folks, this is a catch-all sentence. I, I was talking to you guys in the break. I, I, I read a book, and it was about felons that aver- or felonies that average people commit. Oh, yeah, you you're know, telling and, me about and, that. And it, take this scenario. You go to the hospital. You go to the doctor. You, they prescribe you some Vicodin or, or some painkiller. And, codeine. And codeine, whatever. They, they prescribe that to you for your injury. You don't take all of them. They're sitting in your medicine cabinet. A year goes by. Your neighbor comes over. Oh, I got hurt. Can't get to the doctor. You say, well, here, take a Vicodin. You just committed a felony if you did that. Mm. That's a felony, but Relatives, it's one that yeah. it's one that it's one that commonly happens. And and if if it was fentanyl that you had, oh man, this is great for painkiller, and you gave them to that, and you were on the federal level, and they died, you could get charged with the same thing that Eric K is charged with, and be looking at twenty to life because you distributed fentanyl and somebody died as a result let, of it. Well, let me, That's a completely different yeah. category than the person that is actively peddling oh, in drugs. Cal, let me let me just make one correction. Uh, the neighbor scenario coming over. Yes. So it's these are the ones that people don't realize are committing felonies. I think that's not a felony unless the neighbor comes over and you say, Hey, dude, you want some of this? It's the way you say it, you know. If it's like, Hey, dude, you want some of this? Or if you say, Yes, here, I'll help you. It's just a different story. Isn't that the case? Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> if they had the text... joke, Cal. Cal's if they like, had what? the text messages, if they had the text messages, they don't get to read inflection. <laughs> it's just, hey, dude, do you want some? And they give it to him. Well, that's a felony. I'm sure the defense for Eric Kay is going to say, and Your Honor, what motive, or jury, what motive would my, right. my, uh, my, my client have to want to kill one of the best players on the baseball team for which he worked? Well, I, I agree with that. I agree that they could argue that. Here's the thing about motive that's interesting. 
Motive primarily comes up when you don't know the identity of the perpetrator. Somebody ends up dead, and clearly they were stabbed with a knife, and we have three suspects. Which one of them could it be? Then you look at motive to see, well, this person had the highest motive. But in a case like this, in a case like this where there is uh, there's no question as to who provided the oxycodone right. and, and, and who it was provided to and what happened, uh, motive isn't really an issue there. What about intent, though? Well, intent to provide that's them with That's what I'm suggesting. That's exactly the, now, the issue here for yeah. The issue okay. here for intent, okay, is we don't know from the affidavit that I read, and maybe I missed something in, in the uh, affidavit, but the only thing the officer said was, we know they were talking about oxycodone mm-hmm. and Kay gave them some. Where did he get the fentanyl? If where, he did. Where did, because we know he took fentanyl. It was found in his yeah, system. Yeah. So where did he get the fentanyl? Right. Now, if they're saying, well, you know, if the guy brought over the oxycodone, he probably brought over a couple of fentanyl pills. I don't know if that's enough for proof. No, beyond no they found one, fenton, one oxycodone pill with fentanyl, and then they found white powder on the floor that was tested positive for fentanyl. But the thing so is, so they is, found one pill that had fentanyl. Well, but the thing is. Where did he get the fentanyl? Yeah, did he get right. from the same because place? The, because right. the text yeah. messages are only referencing oxycodone. And the guy's just like, here's so, a couple of those, no big deal. He probably wasn't thinking yeah. anything about it. Like, oh, oh, no problem. Here. That's right. That's right. So, I, I, I don't. Th- I certainly don't think Eric K is in the same category as somebody that is actively Drug peddling dealer. drugs, and that's the mainstay and what they're doing. He's a communications guy that has a bunch of buddies on the team. He wants to be the guy that helps everybody out. Does it justify what he did? No, it's still a violation of the law. Is it 20 years to life worthy? No. Well, that's why it's going to trial. I don't think so. Well, it depends on how many prison cells you have available at the time. Oh, exactly. (laughs) Well, to to me, that's the problem. They're letting everybody out of the prisons because they don't have enough room and the COVID, and yet they're trying to put, I don't know. You know, I just, you know, look, look, it could be worse. It could be fake dog food, which takes us back to our first hour. Mm. It could be grain filled dog food, but, you know, whatever. Just the things that take up the things that take up the legal system, the court system, and everything. What do dogs eat? It's just imagine. Well, what do my dogs well, eat? I know what your dogs eat. <laughs> what a dog's it ain't, it ain't laced with anything. So. Your dog should be suing you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one that they, I just pointed them to where the cow Voluntary is. action, yes. So the NFL Sunday ticket is something that I I subscribe to, and I can't get all the NFL games because I like to watch the Cleveland Browns. Because uh, it's only on DirecTV, and I don't have DirecTV. And, and in other words, you have to order a special package for it. Well, the, apparently the restaurant owners, there's a number of restaurant owners, are tired of being, according to you know, kind of them, you know, I'm not going to say the word pistol whip, but it's like they just are tired of having to pay these fees to one specific, you know, network. Like DirecTV and the NFL are are basically uh, not. Not not passing it around so there's more competition and then the price is cheaper. And it is an expensive package. It's and if you have a commercial package. view, like in a bar, it's even right. more than you pay for it right. at it home. It is. Right. So yeah. they think it's a monopoly. So they bring this antitrust lawsuit. Um, and it's filed in 2015. And basically, uh, to make a long story short, the lower court throws it out. Pellet court says, nope. And there's a reason why we're going to talk about this, because it's not just this NFL Sunday ticket I want to talk about, but we're going to diverge from it for a reason. Appellate court says, nope, that you could, that case can go forward. And the United States Supreme Court 
just did, uh, just noted down that they're not going to take the case up, which means the appellate court is the is the ruling. And some interesting things happen when the Supreme Court says we're not going to accept this case and rule on this case. If only it had stopped there. Just wait. <laughs> it's very interesting. And Denise Todd and I, as lawyers, are going to talk a little bit about this and go, huh, mm. and scratch our head. We'll be back. I mean, of course it's a monopoly. They own the league. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just thinking out loud. All right, more Radio Law Talk. We'll continue our final segment. Quick takes coming up, too, after this on Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043 concussion medical clinic. 
If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Boys are weird. Is this real life? Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. So why? what's the interesting thing about the NFL Sunday ticket antitrust lawsuit that we want to talk about? And it seems, as lawyers, the three of us have kind of talked about this, and it seems like things are changing a little bit in the courts, and mainly the Supreme Court. And we're not saying this is, you know, hey, this is 100% happening, but it just seems I've never remembered this happening. And they deny certiorari or deny cert, which means we are not going to hear the case, which means the lower court prevails, which was the appellate court. And that's it. That's it. We deny cert. Yeah. But what's happening? Well, some, sometimes, sometimes. Rare. When they, they will say we deny cert, but it's not a unanimous decision. Right. right. So let's say it's mm-hmm. seven to two to deny cert. To, we're not going to take this up. Sometimes the two dissenting judges or any judge's dissents will say, will write something about why I would have heard this case, why I would have done that. But not it's, that often. It's, it's rare, but we don't see that. This case took a move to even more rare. But recently there's been more of this That's happening, right. is what I'm saying. So the, so the, the justice... Um, Kavanaugh took a different position, right. which instead of it being a dissenting position, it was, I agree we shouldn't hear this case. However, I don't agree with the decision at the Court of Appeals, and here's why. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't agree with this, but yeah. but this is what I think. Yes. And this is why this practice kind of, kind of bothers me. And it's for this reason. We just had this. We just had the confirmation hearing of Amy Coney Barrett, right? <laughs> and Amy Coney, Coney Barrett was asked numerous times by folks questions to see if they could read the tea leaves or get her to indicate how she would rule on a certain issue if it came before her. And every time she did what every other judge has done, which is recite and say, it would not be appropriate for me to rule. To, yeah, to, to, <laughs> yeah, to talk about this. Yeah. Well, if you're going to deny certiori, how is it not indicating how you have prejudged the case when you author a written opinion where you discuss, in your opinion, the viability of the case that is now being remanded back to the lower court. You are now, is, is it now just because you're sitting as a judge on the Supreme Court that now you're allowed to offer your opinions about a case that you have expressly said is not before us because we're not going to hear it? 
It's so highly unusual. Yeah, yeah it and, is. And I think it is exactly, you hit the nail on the head. It's telling the uh, Court of Appeals, this is how I'm going to vote, yeah. basically, or this is how I'm going to decide oh, the I case. I would have. It, yeah, except for it gets going back down right, to be right. now heard, and presumably it could be appealed could back be. up to the Supreme Court. Or, or indicating to like, – like, so essentially what Kavanaugh said was, we're not going to hear this, but I'm not certain that I really like the plaintiff's case. Right. That's essentially yes. what he said. He basically That's said, true. 26 years they're doing this, and yeah. you know, now you're bringing this up? And he raised issues yeah. about whether or not the plaintiffs even have potential standing to raise the suit. Well, as a judge, when you say those things – all you're really doing is gift wrapping and telegraphing to the plaintiff. By the way, if you haven't thought about raising these arguments, these are ones where I'm kind of already in your corner. So or you not might in your wanna, corner. You might want to raise these, or to the defense rather, yeah. you might want to raise these arguments because they go against the plaintiff, and I'm, I'm giving you a preview as to what I think about it right now. Yeah. And it just, look. It doesn't sit well. If, if, if being a judge... It, it, when when people go to Fred, you know judges, and Denise, you know judges, and I have you know, no judges and have family members that are um, that are judges, not uh, fr- friends, judges. friends and stuff think, that think are judges. judges. When when you become a judge, oftentimes in many jurisdictions they send you to a, a little judicial college where you go and you kind of learn about the decorum of being a judge and what's expected of you and disclosures that you have to make and stuff like that. And the overriding theme of this is, folks, you want to avoid even the appearance of impropriety. Exactly. You might think that it's okay, but if it's even close, if it is even close to the line, you don't want to walk there. Why would Justice Kavanaugh do this? This is, to me, it's too close to the line. If you're not going to take it up, just say, we're not going to take it up. And if it comes back to us on whatever issue it comes back to us, I'll address it then, but I'm exactly. not gonna I'm not gonna tip my hand. Yeah, it's just yeah. kinda interesting. And it's not we're not ripping on Kavanaugh. This is not a rip on because it's other judges that have been doing this. We're just, it's more of like the dog with the whistle, cocking your head going, Hmm, you know, what's what's going on here? Which you know? which is which is look, this is different than the judges that that give a that talk about a case where they would have taken up the case, right? right. So if there's a dissent, I, I think it's appropriate for a judge to say well, based upon the issues that were presented before me, I think those are things that the court should have taken up because this is my opinion on what was presented to me. Kavanaugh appears here to going beyond that to opining on things that were not presented. Yeah. And I, I just I just don't think that that's appropriate. It's so. just I, I just don't remember uh, them, you know, uh, denying cert, denied cert, done. No, yeah, no issues, no is. question. Just denied cert. Don't know why. Just yeah. we're not going to discuss why. But uh, but that's okay. So here's an interesting thing that uh, uh, that is uh, noted about a judge in uh, Miami Dade Judge David <laughs> Miller. Now listen. Now I want to go through a scenario with you as you guys are listening before we go uh, and and end the show. Okay. Picture this: the courtroom. There's multiple courtrooms. A judge has his trial. Uh, Judge uh, Miller's got a trial going, very important trial. And outside in the lobby area, there's loud noises and like a, I'm going to call it a party. It's not even a party because I've been to these and Denise has too, where another judge in another courtroom close by is sworn in. And it's a great ceremony. It's a wonderful time. But people come outside. It's all the dignitaries and they're loud. 
and yet a trial's going on next door. He sends his bailiffs out, right? The bailiffs go out. The bailiffs say, quiet, please. They don't quiet down. He sends out other people. They're being quiet. So the judge comes down off, time out here, uh, time out on, on our trial here. He goes out in his robe. They're, they're saying his robe. Obviously, he's going to have his robe on. And says, goes out there and tells the people, and yells, they say yells, to quiet down. He's got a trial going on. And one lady that gave him a, apparently a, you know, look and this, you know, smart, I don't know, look, sound like a smarty look, look. He, you know, threatened her. And, and that's what and Denise, that's what, that's where Denise and I are like, oh, you don't, uh, to be uh, And he contempt. threatened her to hold her in contempt. Right. Now, mind you, she's not in his courtroom. No. At all. So, and and I'm a temporary judge. So so are you. Yeah. And <clears throat> one thing you learn is you'd never step out in the hall with your robe on. Yes. Period. You never step out in the hall. Period. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so he's out there, and he, he tells, you know, threatens this one woman with contempt. And here it is a ceremony that is what's called an investiture for another judge, and it's a happy moment. But it's out of control, though. Don't you agree? It's out it's of control. It's way too low. But, way but too the low. court found that it yeah. was out of control. Right. That they should not have interrupted that trial. That that was wrong. And that, nonetheless, they're still going to reprimand him. Reprimand him. And they did reprimand him. And we'll talk about what reprimands are available. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, yeah. I know of a judge. I know of a judge who was doing a criminal matter, it was a regular calendar, and he kind of got this feeling that this defendant was going to bolt and just run out of court because the judge was going to remand him. And the defendant did. And the judge hopped off the bench, ran out, and tackled yep. him in the yard. <laughs> crazy stuff. Crazy, well, crazy, crazy stuff. things happens, including the end of Radio Law Talk and, of course, the highlight, the capstone of Radio Law Talk is quick takes. Mr. Mr. Fred, what is your quick take today? Look, Your Honor, let me tell you how to reprimand people outside the courtroom in the lobby. You just walk out, throw some water balloons at them, and walk back in. That's it. <laughs> right. Mr. Kunin, have you a quick take for I, us today? I do. I do. You know what? If you don't like the way the NFL is doing their stuff, just don't watch their games. Good luck with that. <laughs> How's that going to work? And Denise, do you have a quick take for us today? I do. Okay. Um, be careful what you sue for. Ask Johnny Depp. <laughs> we will see you next week, Pacific Time, 9 to noon, every Saturday. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, all our affiliates. See you later. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291.